far as the GA are concerned, in this matter, it's nothing to do with the individual teams. This is to do with the GAA protecting its own rules, protecting its own reputation. Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Football on Off the Ball. With Sky, get more of the sports you love on Sports Extra with BT Sport and Premier Sports. This is News Talk. Welcome back to Thursday's Off the Ball, just gone half seven. John Giles is with us. Good evening, John. Evening, Nathan. Uh, I, I know you want to talk about some of the teams that are struggling down the bottom of the table, and there's a lot of them this season. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to talk first about Manchester United, Arsenal last weekend, and Arsenal really reinforcing their position as favourites for the title. They left it very late before Eddie and Ketia got that winner. Were they deserving winners? Oh, I think so, Nathan. Yeah, man, you got a good start. Uh, but Arsenal did their stuff. You know, it was a really good game. Man, you did well, but uh, you know, in, in a tight match like this, you need players that are going to step up, and they did. You know, they got young players as we know, Martinelli, Oldegaard, Southgate, uh, Nakatia, uh, but they did it and did it well. It's strange to think that we're still only halfway through the season. That was still Arsenal's nineteenth game, and it felt it felt and had the atmosphere almost of a of a title decider, and there was so much emotion involved. I'm wondering if that emotion is coming too soon for Arsenal, for the supporters, for the players, for the management, that can they sustain that level of intensity for 19 more matches? Like, you've been in title races when the heat is on. It, it feels like the heat is on them almost too early. Well, it's, it's never too early. It's never too late uh, in, this, in this position, you know, because uh, it, like it's it's still a fair amount of matches. Half, nearly half the match or half the matches mm. they played. It's still it's still a fair amount. You know, you've got to be up there uh, at, in this particular position. But the way they're playing, like it, it, a big test last week, no doubt against Manchester United. I think if they weren't up up for it or up to it, uh, there are matches you can lose, mm. Nathan. And it was a hard match. You know, United played well, but they were able to come back and win it in 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 a good good manner. They, they weren't lucky. Uh, you know, things were difficult. Manchester United a good team at the moment. But they did it well. And you can only take it one step at a time anyway. But I think if you win matches like that at this particular stage, it definitely gives these young players the confidence to play in the big match as they go along from now. Uh, Bukaya Saka was outstanding and earned rave reviews. Like He's still only 21. The way he's able to impact on that game from out on the right-hand side. I think it's John Robertson you often refer for his ability to be able to control the game despite not playing in the middle of midfield. Is Saka having that sort of impact on Arsenal at the moment? Oh, very much so, Nathan. You know, he's, uh, he seems to be a good lad. There was a bit of, there was, he was on, a, on the telly last week. and Very, very bright lad. Uh, he was going to, to his old school or something. But on the pitch, you know, he's very calm. He's very good. And like the players now with, in his position, well, there used to be a few of them in my day, that were left-footed on the right wing, Nathan. Like, it's very, very difficult to, to, to stop them when they're coming in on the side, pretend to go down, pull inside, and it opens up the whole goal for them. Mm. You know, from that position, as, as, as we see, he's done a few, the inside of his left foot, inside the far post, the goalkeeper's no chance. But he has the ability to do it. He certainly has the control. He seems to have the temperament. Um, I think they've got two uh, wingers. Arsenal. That's the way they play. Martinelli's on the other side. Yeah sometimes and somebody else 
And it's it's not very often you see teams nowadays playing with two wide players, Nathan. You know, because sometimes they can be out of the game. But these lads seem to they get back when they don't have the ball. But definitely are in good, really good positions to receive it in dangerous positions uh, when when they do get the ball. And particularly Saka, he's get he's only he's only a young fella yet, but he's getting better and better. But to have that, that ability to stay wide, get it, it was because it's very hard for uh, fullbacks to mark you then. And then to be able to come inside, and he does it really, really well, opens up the goal, and it gives the goalkeeper no chance because they're curling her in on the far post. No, they were very good, and they, they're a young team, but they're getting better and better. Uh, that tactic of playing a left footed player on the right hand side, and you know, so many of the top teams do it now. We see it with Liverpool, we see it with Manchester City. It, was that something that would have been commonplace when you were playing? Uh, well, there was one of the great players was Tom Finney. I mean, I know a lot of people wouldn't remember Tom Finney mm. was before my time even, and they had Stanley Matthews, Tom Finney, two of the best wingers. Well, Matthews was a right footer, beat them on the outside, uh, but Tom Finney was a left footed fellow playing on that side, and they scored a lot of goals. Um, but like in, in in my time playing, uh, like at Manchester United, Bobby Charlton was at one time was on the left wing, and I was on the right wing. And at Leeds, of course, we had Peter Lorimer, who was deadly right-footed, and Eddie Gray, who was deadly left-footed. So they, they all have their qualities, uh, Nathan. But it seems to be more of it. It's more common today than it was in my day or before. Mm. But, but very, very dangerous. I mean, if you, you don't get that many players who can do that. You know, there's not that many players can play in the right wing and they're left-footed. And, 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 and the way they can use the ball now is uh, really, really good and very, very dangerous for the opposition. Would you have described yourself as two-footed? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I was, Nathan, yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's, it's come so up this... Bobby Charlton, by mm. the way. Yeah. You know, like, I, I keep talking about Bobby Charlton because he's one of the great players. But Bobby was, Bobby had it, 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 it shot equally in the left foot and the right foot. You know, Bobby, Bobby scored 250, 250-odd goals for Manchester United as a genuine midfield player. Mm-hmm. It's, but he, but he was, but he was bolt footed. He was a naturally bolt footed guy. Yeah, it's always remarkable when you watch a player uh, who's ridiculously one footed. And there's been a lot of focus on Anthony at Manchester United this week, just about how one footed he is, and he's playing yeah. out on that right hand side. And yeah. you know what's going to happen every time. He's going to cut back in because he just has zero confidence on doing anything with his right foot at all. It's incredible mm-hmm. that a player can get to that level. And it feels like not be able to shoot, not be able to cross with his right foot. I think, yeah. What what you find with the fullbacks, though, Nathan, if they leave too much room to put him on his right foot, mm. then he's in there. You know, the reason he doesn't do it is because they're showing him as a left back, say, on the right winger, as you say. They're showing him in 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 a normal way, you know, and and then they can do a little thing and cut inside on the left foot. But if the fullback gave them too much room down the right side they go past them. So they're very, very difficult to stop. There's no doubt about it, you know? I mean, if you get a right, right winger on against the left back, you know he's going to go down the outside. But, but again, if you, if you give them too much room, they can go inside. If they're good enough players, Nathan, you know, and then no doubt the Arsenal players that we see, we see doing it are very, very good. They're very good. They're very difficult to stop. Mm. And would you have found that, that most players at that top level you know, had a reasonably good ability even with their weaker foot 
Yes, they'd have enough to go down. If the, if the, if the uh, fullback, even today now, if we gave him too much range, showed him the outside, he'd go. Mm. He'd go. And he'd, he'd, he he, he wouldn't, obviously wouldn't score with his left foot from that position. But he'd be, have a good enough right foot to get past him and clip it, up, clip it back. You know, so you can't... It, 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 it's it's a, a good choice. Or sorry, a bad choice and a terrible choice mm. for a fullback. When the players are good enough to be able to do that, you used, you had the ability. You would be able to take corners from the left with your right foot and the right with your left foot. Yeah, yeah. I was I was quite natural. I was quite natural on the left side. When when, when I was a kid, I, when I was right footed. Yeah. But when I was a, a kid, Nathan, I got an injury. Now this was playing on the street with a ball and, and playing in some matches. I got I got a, a, an injury on me on me, me right uh, right side. So I had to play with the ball on my left foot and it became not sort of not well not, not natural but I had no problem if I got the ball on my left foot and I had to hit it a pass out to say uh, Peter Lorm on the right wing that was no bother it was no bother that, that, that is a that massive the thing I found is playing in the middle field is when I, when I played and, and most other, some other lads played was um, getting the space to do it <laughs> Yeah, you know when you got the space, you you never. I never. Well, obviously, you have to concentrate. Obviously, Nathan, when you're going to play it, thirty yards, forty yards, you got to concentrate on it. But you're not. You're not killing yourself concentrating. You know you can do it. It it comes natural to you. That's all your practice coming in and ability coming in. You just do it. You just do it. Yeah, it, like, it, and it's very, it's very obviously very handy. You know when you when when you can do it with both feet because. In, even in the middle of the field, somebody shows you one way or the other. You know what I mean? If you're, if you're right-footed only, they'll show you onto your left foot. But it's very, very difficult to do it if, if, you, if you can do it with both feet. Like if Bobby Charlton got the ball in the middle of the field, he could no, no problem, 40 yards right foot or left foot. So you couldn't put him on his bad foot. Didn't have one. Yeah, it's like it's massively advantageous in in that position in terms of you know your control, uh, your ability to shoot from either side. As you say, there is no weak side for them to push you on. Even in terms of the amount of time you have then on the ball, where you don't have to twist and find your best spot to to be able to just unleash from twenty yards, left foot, right foot. Uh, you know, elevates you to a different level to the majority of the players on the pitch. Oh yeah, it's 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 um, it, it's a great it's a great tool to have, uh, Nathan, because you can push. You know, you can push players, as you say, left footed. You can push them onto the right foot, and you, 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 you might get away with it. But if you got, I'm talking about Bobby Charlton now. If you put Bobby, it's somebody marking him. Does he put him on his left foot, his right foot? It doesn't matter, because uh, it's 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 a huge asset to 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 be like that, and and especially have the shot that Bobby Charlton had. You know, it was incredible. Yeah. Bobby could score from. He had a shot from 40 yards. He could score from either foot. But it, but it gives you that that opportunity to to go whatever way you want to go, Nathan. You know what I mean? Like if you have an opponent, he can only show you one way or the other. He can't show you both mm. ways. And if you have the ability to go either side, well, then it's 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 very difficult to stop. And you get wingers sometimes it, it two footed. Sometimes there's been a few. I can't think of them at the moment. But um, uh, but like uh, my time at Leeds, we had Eddie Gray who was deadly left footed, and Peter Lorne was deadly right footed. But you could only show if you showed Peter half a yard, you'd be in trouble. Mm. Uh, down the bottom of the table, huge game last weekend. 
West Ham beat Everton Frank Lampard has been sacked as Everton manager and it probably sums up the confusion around Everton at the moment they're choice of replacements potential replacements it's either Marcelo Bielsa or Sean Dyche now the latest we have is that Bielsa has arrived in London and is due to meet Farhad Mashiri who you know as well as that is said yeah. he's going to sell the club uh, Bielsa is notorious for you know he wants everything he wants his entire backroom staff he wants um, you know it's, it's a hefty wage bill that comes with it and he can take his time Everton need a quick fix is Bielsa a quick fix kind of guy? Um I think so. I think so, Nathan. I mean, he's not going to do it overnight. It's very, very, very difficult to do that. Uh, but, um, you know, he picked up Leeds uh, fairly quickly. And, uh, I mean, it, it, I'd say he would still be in touch with the English game. Mm. Uh, I think I think from what I read, and I wouldn't be surprised that Adam, because he's one of these fanatics, uh, has been looking, uh, having videos of the Everton team so far. So I think he has, he'd have a good idea of what that team has and what it needs right now, definitely. And what they'd have to do now is, is go with what he wants uh, because it's a huge, huge next few months for, for Everton. Uh, if they're going to get him in, they've got to get him in and get the players in that he wants because he'll know them. He'll still know mm. them, Nathan. I think he's a fanatic in that way. Uh, I think that the problem with Everton over the years, one of the things they're in, one of the reasons they're in trouble, is because they didn't leave it to the manager to get the right players in. Yeah, they put. They had the director no of football, mm. who was who was, was buying those players. Players, don't forget, Ancelotti was there a few years ago, uh, and he left because he wasn't getting the players in that he wanted. The situation wasn't right, and he goes to he goes to Real Madrid and win, wins two European cups. You know, they've, they've, they've been a mess, and it's the mess of their own making. There's no doubt about that. In my opinion, the owner's there. Uh, so what they've got to do is, if, if they're going to try and stay up, they've got to give it to Bielsa, let him do what he, he wants to do, and back him up. That's what they've got to do. And I think, I think he will be a good choice if they give him the tools that's needed. I, think, I don't think he'll go if he doesn't get the, uh, the, the, the situation that he wants, mm. Nathan. You've often said how big a fan you are of Bielsa and how much you enjoyed watching his his Leeds team. It is all in with him. That's the key here. And would you worry that with what you've seen from Everton, like you talk about the lack of connection between the director of football and manager in terms of recruitment of players, the fact that they're trying to sell the club at the moment, it's hard to see that there'll be huge investment coming in, that this is the wrong job at the wrong time? Or would you have trust in his football, incredible football knowledge that he actually just won't take this unless he truly believes he's going to get what he wants? No, I don't think he'll take it for the money, Nathan. I don't, I don't, think, he need, I don't think he's that type of individual. I, I, he's telling them now, this, this is what I want. And I'd say, he's saying, if I, if I don't do it, if I don't give, give me what I want, I won't take it. Mm. And, and the, the, funny enough, the situation that Everton in, are in, they have to take it, Nathan. They'd be mad not to take it. This is a this is huge, huge uh, situation for the Everton club and the, the, the supporters. We know we know we know the supporters are great support there. So they need to get something done and done properly. So if he saves them from relegation, it buys them time, and they might keep him on, you know. But they've got to back him in a way that they haven't backed the other managers because they're desperate now. 
They're desperate. I mean, it's going to cost them an absolute fortune uh, uh, with, the, with the supporters and, and financially if they don't stay up this season. It's yeah. huge for them. So they have to get the right man in. If I were, if I were them, if was I was my, my money in it, I'd get Bielsa and to ask him, what do you want now? What do you need? Tell us what you need. Because he's been looking at them and the videos and that. He knows what he wants from them already, Nathan. Now they've got to back him. And that's what they haven't done for the other managers. You know, they had, they had the director of football in who was buying the players for the managers who were there. And I've said this on, on, on your program before, Nathan. Getting the players in is 90%. Getting the players in that you want is 90% of the job. Because every, every manager has a vision of what he wants on the field. Right? And you have to give him the picking of the players to fulfill that vision, if that's the right word. Yeah. You can't have a director of football saying, I've got Joe Bloggs for you. You say, I don't want Joe Bloggs. I want somebody else. So I think if they get Bielsa in, I don't think he'll come in if they don't give him what he wants, not just financially. I think that wouldn't be his main concern. It'd be getting the players in and getting uh, what he wants on the pitch. And I think if they do that, I think he could save them. John, unfortunately, we're tight on time. We have to leave it there. We look forward to seeing whether it is Marcelo Bielsa who ends up at Everton. Great stuff, as always. We'll talk to you next Thursday. Thanks, Nathan. Football on Off the Ball. With Sky. Watch every single live Premier League game this season on Sky Sports, BT Sport, and Premier Sports. This is News Talk.